Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Colts, busy. Pacers, busy. Hoosiers, Busy Olympics. Who the hell can talk about sports? This is Breakfast with Kent. For Monday, February 7th, 2022, we're brought to you by Johnson's Plumbing. You need a sump pump? Something done with it, replaced? You got leaky faucets, pipes? You need to install a water heater? You need a water heater? If you have a plumbing issue, they'll fix it. Call Johnson's Plumbing. They did our uh, our new... Uh, water heater. They did our garbage disposal. They checked our sump pump. Wonderful. Absolutely trustable. Give them a call. Uh, 765-610-8809. They are great at what they do. Absolutely trustable. You need to trust a plumber. This is a plumber you can trust. Jared Johnson's the guy. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about Gus Bradley coming to the Colts as a defensive coordinator. This is an instant upgrade. Automatic upgrade. He's going to bring a staff with him that is really, really good, top-notch. I love this hire. The more I read about Gus Bradley, the more I like Gus Bradley. You're going to read about Gus Bradley in the cover three. He is well-known as the defensive coordinator for the Legion of Boom up in Seattle. Then he became the head coach at Jacksonville where things didn't go so well, but it doesn't go so well for anybody at Jacksonville. Then he became the defensive coordinator of the Chargers, then the Raiders this past season. Without a lot of talent, that Raiders defense got relatively good and made the playoffs despite an offense that was meh. Gus Bradley is a really, really good leader. He is a really good teacher. He understands defensive football, and he is multiple in the way he looks at defenses. It's not going to be all cover three. All right? And... From a blitzing standpoint, Gus Bradley will blitz and he'll use different blitzes. This is not going to be simplicity. This is not going to be an offensive coordinator studying the Colts for three hours and saying, you know what, I know everything they're going to do. That's not going to be what this is. This is not a reboot of Matt Eberflus. This is really a wonderful situation because the Colts, 
They didn't have to get mean, and they don't like getting mean. They didn't get mean with Matt Eberflus and fire him as defensive coordinator. Matt Eberflus got another job, head coach of the Bears. Not a bad gig, all right? But the Colts then had the opportunity to go get an upgrade at defensive coordinator, so it was really a win-win, absolutely wonderful. Do not be surprised if Rod Marinelli winds up being the defensive line coach. Do not be surprised if Ron Miles winds up being the DB's coach, and do not be surprised if Richard Smith winds up being the linebacker's coach. All three really, really good at their jobs. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. So far, to me, this postseason's off to a really good start for the Indianapolis Colts. I am really happy that Gus Bradley is a defensive coordinator for the Colts. This is, this is a step up in class that is serious and shows that the Colts aren't afraid outside what they have to spend on the roster. They aren't afraid to go out and hire a really, really good coaching staff to coach at defense. Speaking of the defense, pretty good yesterday for the AFC, right? Darius Leonard to pick six. Kenny Moore has a pick. The AFC wins the uh, Pro Bowl 41-35. Nice. The Senior Bowl played over the weekend. We really don't care how anybody played. We don't care who won. We did watch, paid attention, but we don't know who's coming to the Colts. You know, you're watching like a whole bunch of guys trying to figure out who's coming to the Colts. You don't know. So you record it. And then when the Colts do draft guys, then you feel like you got an idea who they are because you're watching them in a senior bowl. Good. There are guys that we like. There are guys, but they're all a quarterback, right? Are, are the Colts going to be in the market for a quarterback? They're going to stick with Wentz. What are they going to do? Uh, would they take a a quarterback in the second round as kind of a, hey, let's see if he can develop into something and play instead of Carson Wentz? I don't think so. I think they're win now. And if you're win now, you don't, you don't go get a guy who's going to carry a clipboard. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, they lost last night. They lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, but that's not the news. The news out of the Pacers is they made a deal yesterday. They got a head start on the trade deadline. Trade deadline coming up this Thursday. Pacers, before losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, they sent Karis LeVert to Cleveland, and they got back some really, really interesting stuff. First of all, they got back Ricky Rubio, who's out. He tore his ACL. He ain't going to play for the Pacers, but this is the last year of his contract worth almost $18 million dollars So that's going to come off the books at the end of the season. Then they also got the Cavaliers' first-round pick. Then they also got from the Cavaliers Houston's second-round pick, which is going to be in the uh, low 30s, right? 32, 33, 34, somewhere in there. And they they got a a 2027 second-round pick. This is so Kevin Pritchard, or it's become Kevin Pritchard. You go get, like, assets that are way out there because... Why not, right? Just build second-round assets. And you saw what Kevin Pritchard can do with a second-round asset last offseason. They traded Aaron Holiday plus a second-round pick, and they moved up to 22 where they took Isaiah Jackson. That's what you can do with the second-round pick. It can be a deal sweetener that you can use to move up in the draft. Nice, right? I think it was 22 for uh, Isaiah Jackson. So, 
Karis LeVert and in offensive outbursts like he had the other night, 42 points. Goodbye to Karis LeVert. Goodbye to kind of indifferent defense. He's going to go to the Cavaliers, where the Cavaliers trying to get over the hump in the East. Pacers, they're building for the future. We'll see what they do the rest of the week. Domas Sabonis, I don't think he's going to be moved. Uh, but Miles Turner, if you find somebody who's willing to roll the dice on Miles Turner and give up what Kevin Pritchard wants, what he covets, got a chance to move that guy. And it's either going to be young pieces or it's going to be draft picks. Uh, that draft pick of the Cavaliers, likely to slot somewhere in the 20s. But if you package that pick with that Houston second-round pick, you can move up a little bit and combine that with the Pacers pick, which looks like it's likely to be in the top seven, if not the top five, maybe the top three. You're moving in the right direction with Chris Duarte and Isaiah Jackson. Domas is still a young guy. If you keep the core, uh, T.J. Warren is going to be gone. They're going to have a projected right now $26 million in cap space to spend. This is exciting for the Pacers. Now, they're not going to be worth a crap for the rest of the regular season. We know that. We've never seen the Pacers do this. They haven't gutted their roster in order to build for the future. They just haven't done it. They feel good about this draft. They understand what they need. They understand what they want to build. They've got the coach they want in Rick Carlisle. Kind of interesting times for the Pacers, building toward the future instead of enhancing the present. We'll see if that comes to kind of a a happy fruition for the Pacers. But it it does make uh, this week really, really interesting. Like trade deadline for the Pacers this week is if Miles Turner's foot didn't have that stress thing going on with it or whatever's going on, a little stress fracture or whatever, it, it may be more interesting. They are not going to deal Malcolm Brogdon. They're prohibited from dealing Malcolm Brogdon because they extended Malcolm Brogdon before the season, and that level of extension does not allow the Pacers to then, within the first year of that deal, trade him. That's the way it goes. All right. The deadline, again, Thursday. Pacers lost last night, 98-85. They're the fifth-worst team in the NBA right now, and they're one game up, kind of, on Oklahoma City, but really one game back because what they're trying to do is find their way to the bottom right now. Not by playing bad basketball, but by dealing off parts that could help them win games. This is exciting. We've never, we've never done this before. I think this is kind of fun. I enjoy it. This, not exactly. I mean, the Pacers are like the anti-Sam Henkies, right? The fighting anti-Sam Henkies. That's what the Pacers have been. They don't build for the future. They really try to win now all the time, until now. And now they're trying to win then. And that's exciting. All right, Indiana got beat over the weekend, took that loss. You know what? Illinois is just a better team. A lot of people on this channel in the comments section, and thanks for spending time in the comments section. By the way, subscribe, like, ring the bell, all of that stuff. Uh think that, you know, the sky is falling for Indiana. The truth is that Illinois is just a better team. Indiana doesn't have a Kofi Coburn. That's the way it goes. Indiana doesn't have a Trent Frazier. Trent Frazier's like 32 years old. He's like the Brad Davison of Illinois. He's been there forever. I know he's just a fifth-year senior, but we say it about all these guys who are suddenly going to be setting all kinds of scoring records, 
uh, games played records that are never going to be broken because you're never going to have guys playing five full seasons. Or in the case of Jordan Bohannon at Iowa, playing really a sixth season. Like, how are you going to play that many games in a four-year career, which is what college players historically are limited to? Never going to happen. At any rate, uh, Indiana just wasn't good enough. Trace Jackson Davis does not match up well against real bigs like Kofi Coburn, like Zach Eady, like Dickinson up in Michigan. He just doesn't match up well against those guys. And and that's the way it goes. Michael Durr does a little bit, but Michael Durr got into foul trouble as a backup for Trace on Saturday. And so you you really wound up with a game that after the first half got a little bit wobbly for Indiana. As for questions why they don't run some screen actions to get uh, uh, Coburn to switch off of Trace Jackson Davis, give Trace a, uh, a little bit easier uh, a path to the bucket than trying to go through that brick wall that is Kofi Coburn. That's a pretty good question. As far as why Parker Stewart and uh, Miller Cop don't get a lot of shots, they're not there to get a lot of shots. They're there to spread the defense and keep defenses honest so they can pound it inside to Trace and race and get buckets that way. If you're frustrated by Xavier Johnson, you know what? I'd take a deep breath because he's going to keep playing the way he plays. There may be marginal improvement in the decision-making, but overall, Xavier Johnson is going to be who he is. This is year one for Mike Woodson. All right? Don't get crazy. Indiana has, over the last month and a half, they win two, they lose one. They win two, they lose one. They win two, they lose one. That's the way it works. They got Northwestern tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Speaking of that, who, who is setting the, the TV schedule up for Central Indiana? You, you've got the Pacers. Pacers are, are playing at Atlanta tomorrow night at 7.30. And then you've got Indiana at Northwestern. You've got Butler at Creighton. And you've got Illinois at Purdue all at 9 o'clock. So we we don't get to watch all of them. We get to watch one of them or flip around between them or set up multiple TVs. I think that sucks. Who's in charge of that? Let's go. Um, Olympic ratings, way off. And of course they are. I've watched a little bit, but I really don't care. And and the reasons are multiple. You know, it's no fun to watch. I'm really surprised at my visceral response to watching sports without a crowd. I always thought a crowd was more an annoyance than an enhancement. As it turns out, they enhance things, especially at the Olympics. Watching, you know, figure skating pairs, the the ice dancing last night with no crowd to kind of elevate the performance and elevate my enjoyment. It, It was completely joyless to watch. And I'm tired of these things being over in China. Why we got to have Olympics over in China or in Southeast Asia constantly? Like four years ago, it was in South Korea. This time around, it's in Beijing again. 2008, it was in Beijing. What's the matter with the Western Hemisphere, for God's sake? Uh, There's a diplomatic boycott, which I think is just and appropriate. China, they've got an arrogance that I'm not real fond of. So uh, there's that. But Olympic ratings way off, and that's the way it goes. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? 
on what is going to be a beautiful Monday. We're getting toward the end of meteorological winter, and that's a good thing. I hate winter. I don't like it. I don't like it, and this is what I'm going to do about it. We're going to celebrate birthdays is what we're going to do about it. And Vardaman Moore, happy birthday. Robin Spence, Will Finch, the great Amanda Hiblin, celebrating a birthday. The great Dr. Mike O'Neill, celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Dr. Mike. Julie, a very, very big fan of Dr. Mike. The great Rose Stevens, the matriarch of the Stevens family down in southern Indiana. Uh, Matt Kreiger, happy birthday to Matt, the jokester of jokesters. And Steve Ehrlich, great dude, Steve Ehrlich uh, of Camp Menominee, fame in Eagle River, Wisconsin. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports Now, we dig a little bit deeper into the hire of Gus Bradley. We look for releases about the staff that he and Chris Ballard and Frank Reich are going to put together for the defense, which is going to be really, really key to the success of that defense. Talk about the Pacers. Talk about the Hoosiers, too. I can't wait. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.